What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Easy Bets. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. Back from vacation, uh, rejuvenated, ready to go. This is episode 47 of Big Easy Bets, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. Um, What are we talking about today? Uh, Real sports are back. Baseball kicked off last night. We've got uh, bubble basketball on its way July 31st. We have, uh, what else? What else? We got golf. Golf's been going for a little while, but we're in the middle of a tournament. Um, got some UFC fights tomorrow night. Uh, Darren Till versus Robert Whitaker. So, first off, let's recap. Uh, we we missed a week. Obviously, I was on vacation, uh, soaking it up. Let's talk about the Max Holloway fight because the Peter Yan and. Uh, Jose Aldo fight went exactly how we said it would. We said it would be domination from Jan, which it was. Um, actually, let's talk about that one for a second because who was the referee for that fight? I don't remember who it was. Um, it wasn't, yeah, I don't know, but he, it wasn't Herb Dean because Herb learned his lesson. He almost let a couple people die in the ring, and he. he nah, but he's been letting them go. But this longer guy, than usual too because of, um, what happened with Robbie Ben Lawler. Askren and Robbie Lawler. Yep. Yep. This guy, I can't remember who it was. Was it uh it could have been Mark Goddard, but I don't think it was Goddard. Um but they were just letting Aldo just get his fucking brain beat in. I mean, I was I had Jan by KO. I didn't have him straight up to win the fight. I had him by knockout. So if it went to decision, I was fucked. So I'm like, I'm screaming at my laptop. I'm at the beach yelling at my laptop to stop the damn fight. Somebody throw the towel in. They're beating the guy's head in for one. Aldo if he didn't have CTE, he's got it now. But they were just letting him go. I mean, y'all were all together watching the, these fights. Did y'all did y'all not think this needed to be stopped? Like, um, yeah. I mean, I thought it could have been stopped earlier, but uh, I'm always a proponent of letting them go on. You know. I mean, I guess, but they he was not doing anything and just getting smashed, just curling. I think up. towards the very end, it could have been like. It was stopped a sh- a slight bit late, but well, yeah, the I'm, other I'm one, it's like about, he, he was hitting him, and then Aldo kept getting in better position or moving, and then so I don't know. But no, yeah, he I did. think he, a big part of it was Aldo fought this fight better than I thought he would. Really? Yeah, I I would agree with that. I would. I mean, he wasn't ever really winning the fight, but he was hanging in there and uh, yeah, he made it, he Peter made it competitive. Young. Yeah, he made it competitive, and yeah, I mean and. In the referee's defense, um, and it could have been Herb Dean. It might have been Herb for all I know. Um, every time that I'm like, okay, that's over, he would, like, he'd kind of curl up and kind of roll a little bit, like, as soon as the referee was about to step in and stop it. So, but I don't know. Ne- nevertheless, uh, Jan, I mean, easy win, like we said. So that was a big easy bet. But the most controversial fight of the night was the second title fight of the night between Max Holloway and uh, Alex Volkanovsky. Uh, this was a rematch of their first fight. So how did you have the fight scored? 
Um, I thought Holloway won four rounds. Yeah, you texted me that. And I texted you. The only round that Vol- Volkanovski clearly won was the fifth round, in See, my opinion. So going into the fifth. I thought the third, the third and fourth were close, but I didn't think Volkanovski did enough to turn I think the momentum the around. I think it was the third round that I gave to Volkanovski without a doubt. I think because I texted you. Yeah, you told me that, but a lot of people – uh, gave the third round, the first three rounds of Max Holloway. Yeah, but so I texted you and I said, I have it three to one going into the fifth. And I have, but I said, I also said, I'm pretty sure possibly even two to two. I'm pretty sure that's what I sent you, was possibly even two to two with the third and fourth going to Volkanovski. Just because, I mean, just because the way he was. Volkanovski just kind of fights like a little bitch. Like, it's really frustrating, to be quite honest. He didn't win this fight. Max Holloway won this fight. Volkanovski got some bullshit takedowns. I think he was three for nine on his takedowns. Um, But Max Holloway got up immediately every single time. Never was there any type of ground control or any advance from Volkanovski. It was takedown, get right back up. You should get points, in my opinion, for getting right back up from a takedown. That's just me. I mean, I'm sure it's other people too, but if you get taken down and pop right back up, you should get some credit for that. But Max Holloway dropped Volkanovski in the first round and then dropped him in the second round. And it might have been the first round where if the bell didn't save him, that was probably going to be all she wrote. He was probably going to get a finish and uh, get his title back. But they give it, they give the fifth round to Volkanovski, and then they it was a split decision. Um, and they give it to Volkanovski. I don't understand. Even Dana White came out and said, you can't leave it up to these guys. There's some shitty judges in this sport. Like, everybody knew that Max Holloway won this fight. You, everybody on Twitter was going nuts. I, I just don't understand. Time and time again, everybody sees it one way, but somehow the judges see it the other way. I feel like that's a problem. That's a problem. It's bad for the sport. I feel bad for Max Holloway, one of the best guys in the sport. Uh character and like personality um i mean that he got robbed he won the fight clearly in my opinion and i got robbed because i would have won a fucking good amount of money i had max holloway and everything i had him straight up i had him in parlays i had him all, all over the place um i think i had him by decision i had him all over the place so i mean i got robbed as much as not as much as max but i got robbed okay and i'm fucking not happy about it so but, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I thought Max Holloway, I, I told you, I thought he won the first four rounds. To me, in a fight like this, Max Holloway undoubtedly won the first two rounds, right? Yeah. And then the third and the fourth round was, was pretty close. Mm-hmm. But I still thought he he won those because he's land, he's still landing the more significant shots. Yeah. No, even in though Even in those rounds, I know the – um. Significant strike statistics for the third round. Max Holloway had more than Volkanovski. Yeah. In the fourth round, Volkanovski had more, but still, to me, uh, what's classified as a significant strike versus an actual, you know, mm-hmm. a punch that could potentially put someone out is um is different. But to me, Max Holloway won the first four rounds. Volkanovski, in my eyes, only won the, the fifth round. At best, you could score this three-two. Yeah, Holloway, but I don't know. I mean, 
looking at it, yeah, I agree with you. It's the way Volkanovski fights. Like, yeah, maybe he. I just don't see how you could give him both of those cl- the th- third and the fourth round, like s- with them being so close. Yeah, no, I agree. And everyone's like, "Well, you gotta." I saw somebody trying to justify it on Twitter, like you got to go beat the champ and this and that, which I agree. You got to go take the belt. But what more does he need to fucking do? He dropped him back-to-back rounds to start the fight, was absolutely all over him, looked sharp as shit. Every leg kick he got, he returned two two back towards Volkanovski. Like, Max Holloway looked like the better fighter. He was the better fighter, and he won this fight. So, it's They need to fight again, I mean, or... I just don't see how you could justify another guy in that division getting a title shot. I know Henry Cejudo yeah. is trying to throw his name in the mix of coming out of retirement and fighting Volkanovski for the 145-pound belt, but come on, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I don't think he really won, so he's not a justified champion in my opinion. No, I agree. Um, all right, so then the main event of the night was Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Uh, you were on Masvidal, I was on Kamaru Usman, and this fight went exactly how I said it probably was going to go if Usman wanted it to go this way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was saying. He, if he wants to, he's going to dominate him with his wrestling. If he wants to try to prove he can stand and throw, like kind of him and Colby Covington had like this agreement, I guess, that they're going to stand on the feet and they're going to throw. It's not going to go to the ground and turn into a wrestling match. And it was a super exciting fight. Everybody keeps wanting to give Usman shit like he's this super boring fighter. But he did. Like, we forget he stood up and broke Colby Covington's jaw, and they were throwing bombs the whole fight. Like, that was a super exciting fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this fight was boring. Don't get me wrong. But it's not – you can't say he's the most boring fighter in the UFC. He had a hell of a fight. And Tyrone Woodley. He didn't take Tyrone down – well, he did, he did, but not as not as much as what he did with Masvidal. He was. Pe- it was so surprising with Woodley what he was able. Yeah, to wasn't do. expected, and it was domination every round. He won every single. No round. No one had ever done that to Tyron Woodley. Yeah, but so I think it's a little early. People are kind of giving him a hard time with um, his fighting style, which I guarantee he doesn't give two shits. But I mean, yeah, the Masvidal fight was um, boring. I would have liked to see them exchange a little more. Um, but this is exactly how I thought it would go. He took him down, he dominated him, um, and foot stomped him to death. But so, yeah, I mean, look, when I picked Masvidal, I'm not going to lie. I picked him and there were still a few days to the fight. And as the fight was getting closer, I was like, yeah, Usman's going to destroy him. <laughs> so why'd you pick Masvidal? Well, it was because, I mean, I, and on the one hand, I was kind of right. He did have a, Big advantage on the feet. Yeah, um, that's what I. That's the main reason why I picked him was because a fight does start on the feet, and then you look how Colby Covington, who's not nearly as talented or technical of a striker as as Masvidal, what Colby Covington was able to do to Usman. I mean, Masvidal won that first round. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, without a doubt. But that was my point, though. Was Usman clearly doesn't respect Colby Covington's stand-up like he does Masvidal for good reason because it's not as good as George Masvidal's stand-up. But I knew if he's going to stand up and he starts getting pieced up a little bit, it's going to go security blanket. He's going to go straight to the ground. And Masvidal's nobody's been able to take or nobody's been able to stop Kamaru Usman from taking him to the ground yet. And once he gets you down there, I mean, that's a done deal. It, it is. So, yeah, no, he's gigantic. Yeah, he's a freak. Um, he's a freak athlete. And 
that it really was like, I hate, I hate to say it. Cause I even texted you. I was like, I, at this point I want to see Masvidal catch him. Like I want to see, cause those fights, they just become so like almost stressful. Like you almost get anxiety. Cause you're like, you're just like, Oh fuck, please get up. Like, and you want to see it go to the feet. And then it's like, Oh, he might get up. Oh no, he doesn't get up. And then he's just stuck. Like it's like every Khabib fight. He, once he gets you, he's got you. Yeah. You, but Khabib mauls. Yeah. Like that's the, Thing Khabib, when I when you watch a Khabib fight, you're not bored yeah. because the guys, that guy, that he's on top of is in serious danger. Like if this was fight was in the streets, yeah, um, the guy could get Khabib could kill the guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Usman, on the other hand, Masvidal was defending enough on the ground to where it was like, oh yeah, yeah, Usman's winning, but he's not really dominating. Yeah, I mean, he was dominating, and yeah, he probably could ended up killing him too if there wasn't any referee <laughs> or anything like that, but. Not nearly as fast as Khabib does. To yeah, people. he's a different animal for sure. But yeah, nevertheless, um, I mean, it went how I thought it was going to go. Two and one on the night for me. Um, I think so. What one and two for you? But a bunch of bullshit on the second fight. Yeah, um, I mean, in my eyes, what I said was this: I'm putting enough money on Peter Yan. Because I know he's going to win. So that's my insurance bet. And I'm pretty damn sure one of these underdogs are going to win. Whether that's Max Holloway or uh, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Max Holloway won. We just got robbed. Yeah. Without and and that's a big one of the things I hate about betting on fighting. No, I, I fucking can't stand it. I, ever since, honestly, I've gotten so turned off from... And I think we might even be on opposite sides of the fence on this, but the Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez fight. I had Gennady Golovkin winning that fight by far and away, that first fight, and they it was a draw. That was the biggest bullshit. I said, I'm not watching boxing anymore, which obviously was a lie, but I was so mad that they didn't give that fight to Triple G. And like, you couldn't convince me that it wasn't rigged. I went back and watched that fight multiple times, and I have Triple G winning every time. So, I mean, it's a different... It's Obviously not MMA, but still same shit. Combat with fucking being judged by a bunch of retards. But yeah, I watched the. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched both of the fights because they fought twice. The I first one, the I thought one. Triple G definitely won. The second one, it was closer. It, it, it was, was closer. a lot closer, but I didn't. I still think had Triple that, G winning. I thought that maybe it was like one of those fights where Canelo didn't do anything spectacular, but no. he may have. Um, scored enough points to win. I don't know, but, but you could have yeah. made more. But you could have made more of a. You had more of a case to make the second fight a draw versus the first one. In my opinion, the first fight was Triple G's fight all the way. He was the aggressor. He landed more. He did more damage. I, I that shit made me so mad. It still makes me mad to this day. So. But yeah, no, I, I fucking hate betting on these fights sometimes. I, I My problem was I would bet on a bunch of fights instead of the fight. There's fights that I feel you just know are going to go a certain way. Conor McGregor, Donald Cerrone. I say he's going to knock him out in the first round. He's going to knock him out fast. Uh, there's fights that you just know. You can just tell. I I, I had a really good feeling that Kamaru Usman was going to dominate Masvidal because he's going to get pieced up a little bit, and then he's going to go straight to the ground. He's going to grab him, and he's going to sit on him. So... There's fights that you just know. You gotta you gotta wait for those fights that come around where you feel really good about and jump on those. And this weekend is not one of those fights. But we got Darren Till versus Robert Whitaker. I don't feel very good about either one, but I've already put my bet in. So <laughs> I'm going with the gorilla. Darren Till. Yeah. 
He's just he's so I long. wouldn't put too much money on him. Why is that? Um so looking at this fight, Whitaker's an animal. No, he is. And, and he's been um, battling a lot of injuries. You know, he hit Israel Adesanya with some good shots, mm-hmm. but just ended up getting knocked out. I love Adesanya. By, um, I love him. Adesanya's an animal. He's a different type of animal, too. He doesn't look yeah, like his he's... ability to like bend his body and yeah. then still hit you with power shots. It's like the, the, something I've never seen. The last style bender. He's about to fight Paulo Costa, which looks like he they shouldn't even be in the same weight class. Paulo Costa. Yeah, looks I mean like that's a freak. what it looks like when you see Kam- Kamara Usman. Yeah, no, it does. But, but yeah, so you're going with Whitaker then? Um, yeah. If I were if I were to bet on this, I would have to pick Robert Whitaker, and here's why: because Darren Till, although he's a good offensive striker, his defense is lacking. He doesn't use a lot of head movement. Uh, his head stands straight up. I think I think the Masvidal fight kind of woke him up, though. Yeah, but even in um, the Gastelum fight. Yeah, it was like if Gastelum was just a little bit longer, you would have knocked him out. Yeah. Gastelum's a really short guy for 185. I still thought Till fought a good fight, though. I went back and rewatched that. Um, it was a split decision. Yeah. No, I know. It was a close fight. I did think Till won. No, I don't yeah. disagree with the um, decision. But um, you're talking about Robert Whitaker, a guy that went five rounds twice with Yoel Romero. Yeah. Um, and he was able to take a lot of damage from Romero in those fights. He's not he didn't fight Romero like Israel Adesanya fought Romero. He went in mm-hmm. and they exchanged, but I don't know. I definitely could see Robert Whitaker knocking out Darren Till in this fight. Darren Till, I don't know how many five round fights he's fought, but in his last two he's been finishing both of them. Uh once by Tyron Woodley and the other by Masvidal. So well, if he does, then Darren Till's not—he's not gonna be on his way out the door because I want to say he's like eighteen and three. But if you go knock out Mas, from Masvidal, split decision with Kelvin Gastelum, who's probably on his way out the door after his loss the other night, which you fucking baited me into that. Um, and then if he gets knocked out by Robert Whitaker, which I mean, those are all like top tier guys, with the exception of Gastelum, who's. I mean, Gaslam's respectable, but he's not a top-tier guy. Um, I mean, he knocked down Adesanya. Knocked him down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one else has really knocked no, yeah, him down. I mean, that's... that's he's r- been knocked out once in kickboxing, but... Yeah. Um, no, Gaslam, dude. I told him, put your money on Gaslam. I wish you would have not <laughs> He'll hook me. in, like, the first minute, dude. No, he... I didn't even watch the fight because I was on the beach, and um, you said... <laughs> you, you're like, he looked really good. And then I look, it's like he got submitted in the first round. How good could he have looked? No, because, like, he got taken down, but it was like a takedown that he no, immediately saw, yeah, reversed. Yeah. No, I So he that. was in control of the fight at that point. No, but you made it sound – I didn't realize how quickly it happened. You made it sound like, like I don't know, I interpreted it at interpreted Well, no, it they said that guy was, was going to have a grappling advantage against him, and he <laughs> takes him down and immediately is reversed. So what – Gaslam should have did was get up, but he looked like he didn't know what he wanted to do, and he got caught in a heel hook. Who was the guy's name? I don't know. Hermanson, something Hermanson. Yeah, like I said, I didn't even watch it. You said you felt really good about it. I bet it, and then I look at it. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm I, I chase money 
with Benavidez. Oh, I did too. And he lost. I was like, plus, I said, this was the worst bet ever. I dude. said, plus 185. I was like, he's got to win a title eventually. He's going to ride off in the sunset. He kept getting out of it, though. Yeah. I know. But I was like, it was just a lost cause right away. Bad idea to start chasing money. Yeah. Well, I wish you would have. Ne- I, w- I had no intention of betting. I was like, I don't give a fuck about a Kelvin Gastelum fight. You yeah. can tell he didn't want to tap, too. It was like one of those taps, uh, 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 like an instinctive tap, you know? Yeah. Like he barely tapped, and he realized he didn't want to, but he he didn't execute trying to get out of that at all. Like yeah. he just let him have his foot. It looked kind of rigged, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, nevertheless, um, that sucked. But So you're not betting tomorrow? Because I already placed my bet. I'm in on Till. Um, I don't know. We'll see how I feel. But, yeah, yeah if I do bet, it's definitely not going to be on Darren Till. It will be on <laughs> Robert Whitaker if I do place a bet. Well, judging by uh, your your track record in the <laughs> recent history, I feel good that you're not on Darren Till. So, for a while there, I was fucking doing good on the UFC picks back in the day. But we haven't – we stopped tracking those a while Oh, yeah, another thing to mention with this fight is Whitaker's going to have a severe wrestling advantage here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. So, I mean, both Till, of these guys are stand. big, six yeah. feet tall. The reach is close. Uh, Darren Till has a half-inch reach advantage. Yeah, Till wants to stand in front of you and throw bombs, and he's going to throw heavy shots and take heavy shots. It's just going to – I mean, we, the lights can be turned off, clearly. We saw it with uh, Masvidal. So. He's a guy – he has good, really good footwork. So his footwork uh, – he uses his footwork a lot more than his head movement to evade shots. Yeah. But uh, Robert Whitaker's a guy that will charge you a lot like he's done in the past and a lot like he did against uh, Adesanya, but Adesanya caught him and knocked him out. So the question is, is Darren Till good enough to catch Robert Whitaker? I'm not so sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, cause dude, I think that Till had so much hype around him before he, did. he got knocked out by Masvidal. Like, he was the up-and-coming guy. But you look at his... You look at his record, he's only he's had like nine or ten fights in the UFC. He's only knocked out two guys. Yeah. And he, he's fighting at 170 and 185. These guys are knocking each other out left and right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just think if he's going to be the real deal, it's gonna he's going to make that step in that direction tomorrow night. Like, he's going to have to. I mean, if he wins, it's a big— Robert Whitaker's could the end number up, one contender. Yeah. He could end up getting a— Title shot. Title shot. Yeah. So— no, without a doubt. So there's a lot, a lot of implications riding on this. So it'll be a good fight. Is it pay per view? No, no, it's fight night. Yeah, it's a. Uh, that's a fucking included in the ESPN Plus. That's a fucking good fight night card. You got uh, Shogun Rua fighting Mauricio. Yeah, and what? for and Fabricio Verdum. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to try to attempt the name of the guy Shogun's fighting. Go Ra- ahead, Rodrigo. 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 Wait, turn it to me. Is that Minotaro Noguera? Yeah. So they fought. This is their third time They're, fighting. What? They're old. What the hell? Speaking of that. Okay, so that, that'll that be interesting. Back in the day, Shogun and Minotaro Noguera were fucking studs, dude. Now that's both, a big time They're both rivalry. Brazilian, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. But, all right. So, keeping it consistent with... Combat and fucking people who are old. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, 
coming out to fight. The best pound for pound fighter in the world. Fighter in the world. Whoever don't agree, Whoever don't agree. You know what? I guess y'all must have forgot, forgot, forgot. For those who don't know, Roy Jones Jr. was probably the baddest dude on the planet for a little while there. I mean, that was right around the Bernard Hopkins time, right? Like it was them two kind of going back and forth for who's the baddest. But yeah, he like showed up prominently, like right after Mike Tyson yeah. kind of disappeared. And clearly, judging by what you just heard. A mediocre rapper, but, I mean, could be worse. Uh, that, that was 14 years ago, I think, he put that song out. So, actually, probably probably way more than that, now that I think about it. But, I mean, not a bad song. But, yeah, Iron Mike, 54, versus uh, Roy Jones Jr., who I believe is 51, uh, doing an eight-round bout for charity. So, when I hear that, I think um, it's going to be fucking boring. It's going to be, like, what, are they going to come out wearing headgear? No, they're saying that they aren't going to wear headgear. 12-ounce gloves, though, right? Yeah, but that doesn't... No, no, I know. And that makes a difference, but um, no, I'm not, not saying that's Mike Tyson yeah, on yeah, the yeah. other end. I'm not them. saying that's a deal-breaker for me, but it's just like... No, I'm worried. I'm definitely worried. I'm a big component... I'm a big advocate of knowing when to hang them up and, and you're done for good. Like, like Brett Favre. Brett Favre kept fucking trying to come back. And in his defense, Brett Favre played pretty damn good when he came back a few times there. But um, could have won the MVP. Yes. Uh, was that 09? Yeah, we beat him in the NFC Championship no, you, game. Well, yeah, no, I remember the year vividly. Uh, Should have went to Drew Brees. But who got it that year? Adrian Peterson? Peyton Manning. Peyton, yeah, of course he did. That big. Drew fucking, Brees got the Super Bowl MVP yeah, over yeah. him. So. Yeah, big forehead fuck. Throw it to Reggie Wayne, not Tracy Porter, and then maybe you get the Super Bowl MVP. Um. But yeah, regardless, uh, I, and I like the Mannings. Don't take that the wrong way. New Orleans, hey, Manning's New Orleans funny. family. Yeah, no, he is. He is. He definitely uh, has a. I mean, he's got a knack for doing those fucking commercials and shit, and made a career for himself after football. But he was super funny in the match too. Yeah, he was. He was definitely not a better quarterback than Drew Brees though. So no, I wouldn't say so. Debate for top another, five though, though. Debate for another day, but. No, I mean, you'd be surprised. We're probably the only two that would legitimately say that Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. But when you really break I don't it think, down. I think there's a lot of experts now I don't know. I still so. see a ton of people. Like Ryan Clark's bitch ass the other day was talking about how Drew Brees will never be better than Peyton Manning. Why? Why? Because he went to more Super Bowls? Because he got carried to a Super Bowl win by the Broncos? I say it every time. They pushed him there in his fucking wheelchair. So... He's got a Super Bowl loss. Drew Brees doesn't. Who'd he lose to? Fucking Drew Brees. What, because he's got more MVPs? Yeah, both guys were in the prime of their career. Give Drew Brees fucking Dwight Freeney and Bob Sanders and shit like that. I mean, come on. Give Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and fucking Edron James and who else do they have? Dallas Clark? Yeah, Dallas Clark, one of the most underrated tight Tight ends ends in NFL history. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not the same. Oh, but he played outside. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I hate that argument. It's the stupidest argument of all time. I, I but yeah, okay. Peyton Manning played inside too, fools. I know. That's what, <laughs> I, dude. Yeah, I know. So, but yeah, we're segueing there. That's another argument for another day. What but, were you talking about? Um, oh, Mike Tyson. Old old guys past their prime. Uh, so tight. Ty- yeah, Tyson's coming back to fight Roy Jones Jr. Um, 
we're nervous how this is going to go. I don't want to see him get in there and it be dumb as shit because, in my opinion, Mike Tyson's the greatest boxer of all time. Definitely the most dangerous boxer of all time. I was talking with my uncle the other day about this, and uh, he's saying that he he couldn't hang with Ali and he couldn't hang with – and, like, one, you'll never know, for one. But, two, I've never seen anybody and thought to myself – I've never seen anybody outside of Tyson and thought to myself – he could kill a guy with one punch, like without a doubt. Mike Tyson could break somebody's neck with one punch. So just watching him hit the heavy bag is like intimidating. So I I don't see – I think Mike Tyson's the greatest boxer of all time. I do. Yeah, I would say it would be um, – greatest heavyweight to me would have to be Ali just because of the – total impact on the world that he had you know no i get that but like so that that to me is goat status but like like my the uncle, totality of your life impact. yeah 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 i get that but, but mike tyson to me could have definitely beaten ali when they're both in their primes you know you look at joe frazier yeah a guy that beat muhammad ali and then really should have beat him in a, in a rematch mm-hmm. but uh joe frazier's corner threw in a towel yep but um I don't know. Yeah, I you mean, look at you. Then it's like it's like so hard to call someone to go because then you look at Floyd Mayweather, who rarely ever lost a round in boxing. Yeah, won every fight. But I always go, and I don't know why, because it's different with UFC. But with boxing, I always lean like pound for pound greatest of all time. Which pound for pound, I get, I understand what that means. But I always lean towards the heavyweight, like the baddest dude of all time. And I always think Mike Tyson, but it's hard for me to not pick a heavyweight. And I get it. That's that's different from the greatest boxer of all time. The greatest boxer of all time and the baddest dude of all time are two different things. But, I mean, I don't know. I can't give it to Floyd. I can't. I don't think – I can't. I mean, I think you if you look at, like, to me the biggest knock on Tyson's career is that he lost the big fights. Yeah. Like the fights against – Vander Holyfield yep. lost to Lennox Lewis, and 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 in his defense, you know, it was in a time of or period of his life where he wasn't. Yeah, was getting fucked by Don King. He's getting commi- yeah. um, coming back from prison on a rape charge that yeah he didn't do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at a guy like Mike Tyson, and a, the big question is, what could have been. Yeah, if, if Customato wouldn't have died when he did, which I don't even know how old Cus was. I'm sure it was probably his time. Um, but once that happened, he started spiraling. Don King got his fucking weird little hair in the mix, and then, I mean, once that started happening, he he wasn't getting the right advice from the right people. He was getting robbed, like, right from under his nose, the whole nine yards. Um, but just a just mixture of size and speed, and just that power, dude, I got to go with Mike. Like, if I'm picking a guy for, hmm, I'm walking down this dark alley, I can pick any boxer to have my back, I'm taking Mike Tyson because he'll bite. So, and Mike Tyson plays by prison rules. But. No, I, I agree. And there was a point in time where I, where I would have said Mike Tyson is, is the GOAT. And a big thing, dude, Mike Tyson's a special individual, you mm-hmm. know, because, like, being an athlete, of his significance, everybody knows Mike Tyson. Even people don't follow yeah. sports. You mentioned the name Mike Tyson. They're going to oh, know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, he's the most open 
like significant athlete of all time like yeah. open to all of the demons that he's fought and yep. all of the adversity that he's faced in his life yep. from addiction to drugs and alcohol to yeah whatever else his his ego he's the most open about that and mm-hmm. he's really turned his life around after boxing you know oh yeah without a doubt i remember he did the hbo special like it was kind of like a stand up but it was also him telling his story it was fucking hilarious. It really was. No, it was, it was really was so funny. funny. When he's talking about uh, living with Customato and his family, and he's saying how he was like running down down in the street and jacking people's chains and robbing them, and then running upstairs like, "Oh, what are we having for dinner tonight? Oh, lamb chops, my favorite." And then he's running back down and give me your money. Like, mm-hmm. dude, it's hilarious listening to him explain all that shit. But no, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a crazy life, uh, super rough upbringing, and then I mean, just. I don't know. Just you're buying pay-per-views knowing it's going to last 15 seconds, knowing it's going to last 15 seconds. And, and, and everybody's still doing it. Cause you had to see it to believe it. Like the dude was fucking destroying people, ripping them in half. So it's hard for me to not go Tyson, but it's like, it's like with golf though. Like I didn't get to watch Muhammad Ali. I've watched his fights and shit. I didn't even get to watch Tyson really in his prime. I didn't get to watch Tyson, but I've watched, I went back and watched all of his fights. I've watched some of the Muhammad Ali fights and this and that, all the big ones, obviously, but it's like golf. Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time. If you ask me, but I didn't watch Jack Nicholas. So I can't, I, I can't, it's just what area you lived in. It's always going to be debates on who's the best, but I don't think there's any denying that if you got a pick, if you're walking down a dark alley and you can go down alley number one, and Mike Tyson's waiting for you at the end to fuck you up, or you can go down alley number two, and Muhammad Ali's waiting there to fuck you up, you're going down alley number two. I don't care what anybody says. You're going down alley number two, and you're hoping you can you can have a fighting chance to get around it, but Mike Tyson's going to fuck your shit up. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, certainly debatable. Uh, I mean, in a back alley? You no, gra- I'm talking about just greatest of all time. Oh, right, right. Boxing <laughs> I thought we were just- on the alley, I was going to say. <laughs> going to say you'd rather go down Tyson's boxing alley? isn't just a back alley type of thing but well, that's what I'm talking about the baddest dude of all I think time, you look though. at Floyd Mayweather and he gets a lot of like criticism for not fighting Pacquiao and in, in their prime you know no oh, yeah I agree. but then you look at how much money he made I mean the goal of fighting shouldn't be these guys are getting hit in the head they should try to make as much money as possible and Floyd yeah. Mayweather someone who not even that good of a reader, probably less than a sixth grade <laughs> reading level, has made a billion dollars in a boxing ring. And took very little punishment doing it. So so to me, that's a argument to make him the GOAT because he figured the whole damn thing. I game mean, you could make him the smartest boxer of all time, in my opinion. The dumbest, smartest. Huh? Yeah, the, the biggest oxymoron in the history of the world. Um, But, yeah, I mean... I don't know. That's a debate that'll stand the test of time. Just like LeBron, Jordan, like fucking Tom Brady, and of the small guys, though, it's like I just don't see how you could put anybody else there. No, yeah, yeah. There's really no, there's not really any fights where it looked like he lost or that it was up in the air with Floyd. Yeah, maybe one, but he 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 never got knocked down really ever. Who, Who was the fight? Was it Juan Manuel Marquez that he fucked up after he headbutt him? No, that was uh, Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz, that's who it was. Um, he beat up, man. Weren't we watching that fight? 
I think we were watching that fight. Maybe no, I might have been with my. I might have been with a, my dad. That was a while ago. No, it was. It I, was like sophomore year of high school. Yeah, I might have been watching that with my dad. But I remember I was like, dude, I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, and then the the announcer get in the ring after the dude who works for HBO, and he's like, oh, if I was fifty years younger, I'd kick your ass. Yeah, you ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, forget that old dad's guy's <laughs> he's got name. LRB. I think he might have died. He's got LRB sitting right there. Just regurgitating everything Floyd says. Yeah, you ain't gonna do shit, <laughs> dude. That shit was hilarious. No, that wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a cheap shot, kind of, yes. but yes, but it is within the rules. Defend yourself at all times. So, freaking Victor Ortiz, like it wasn't just a one-time headbutt thing. He kept headbutting. No, he did. He did. Yeah, and it's because he couldn't hit Floyd, so he's getting frustrated. Yeah. No, and then he kept trying to act like it was an accident, and so yeah, no. But to me, yeah, the art of the art of boxing is. Not getting hit and hitting the other person, mm-hmm. and if if you look at that definition, then the picture of Floyd Mayweather's right next to yeah, it. Yeah, you can definitely make an argue for Floyd. Yeah, I just personally, I always go Tyson. But then Roy Jones Jr. as well. Yeah. No, Roy Jones Jr. should was definitely beast, be in dude. the conversation. I feel like, especially from our generation, a lot of people don't know about Roy Jones Jr. Like, but I remember being told about Roy Jones Jr. growing up. Like, this dude is a fucking bad dude. Like. I've always, and same with Bernard Hopkins. I liked Bernard Hopkins a lot. I thought he was a beast too. That yeah, Roy like, Jones Jr. though is so fast. Yeah, for his for his size, really, and then like his movement was. No, yeah, I didn't. I'm not kind of awkward, but it it was effective. And then I'm not gonna lie. Like, I didn't know he won a title at heavyweight. Yeah, he did. I know, I know, but I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna sit there and lie and pretend I know more than I do. I did not know. You then that's probably because of his speed. You look at him and you think he's like. A smaller guy, like so. I think he weighed in at like 193 or 194 pounds. A guy he beat was 226, I think. Damn, not a real notable, yeah, champion because like everybody since Tyson, mm-hmm. other than uh, Lennox Lewis and then the Klitsch Glows, yeah, and then now you got the heavyweight turning around, yeah, yeah. but since. There was a big yeah, that that division went down went down the shitter. I mean, yeah, after Tyson, it really fell off. Yeah, well, the Klitschko's like had a monopoly on it forever. So yeah, and they really ruined the heavyweight yeah. division because nobody gave a shit about yeah the Russian world champions. Yeah, no, I agree, but yeah, so they're gonna run it uh, eight round fight for charity. Um, I honestly have no idea what to even think about it. I really don't. Like I said, I'm a big guy. I'm a big advocate of you got to know when to hang him up and not come back and embarrass yourself. But after seeing the footage of Tyson training, I mean, he looks fucking good. He looks in shape. I heard he lost like potentially 85 pounds. So, I mean, looks like it because he was fat as shit there for a little while. And now he looks like you throw some trunks on him with some red gloves, black trunks and red gloves. He's going to look just like he's got a gray beard, but he's, he's not going to look that much different. He looks in good shape. Um, yeah, I don't know what to expect either. And that's why I wrote a blog about it. It's like, I honestly don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because do I expect them to fight? Like really go in there and fight each other? No. On the one hand, I, and that's what I want. But then on the other hand, it's not what I expect. What if Roy Jones comes out and just fucking rocks him, <laughs> drops him in the first round? Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> then it's like, dude, He's you just definitely... You stand to lose more than you stand to gain, in my opinion. But the if, big thing is, is that these two never sharp, fight. Yeah, fought. yeah. To me, I was I was against Tyson coming back and fighting Holyfield for a third time because mm-hmm. they fought. Yeah, and Tyson lost. Yeah, 
both times. So, yeah, to me, know. it was like it didn't serve any one of those two guys' legacy. But this fight is a little bit different because they never fought. Um, they're close in age. So, I mean, if they really wanted to fight each other, it would be interesting to see what would happen even at this. No, yeah, I'll watch. If they really fight. And to me, it would be a a huge disservice if they don't because I'm pretty sure Mike Tyson doesn't plan on just fighting this one fight. He wants to do a yeah, couple. Yeah, no, he thinks he's coming back and he's going to make a run at whatever. I mean, he thinks he can do it. So that's what, yeah, this could be like. Oh, a, I, def- I think Mike Tyson could beat some of those heavyweight <laughs> got professionals right now. Yeah, like who? You got a name? <laughs> Um, it wouldn't, dude. If Andy, him and Andy Ruiz, if him and um Wilder fought, I'd pick Mike Tyson. Really, Wilder's, and Mike Tyson knows, <laughs> dude. Like you're, you look at what what Tyson Fury was able to do to him. No, I get that. And but Tyson Fury certainly, that's like Michael Jordan coming back to play LeBron James. Yeah, but Wilder's not even. Close to the discussion of the greatest of all time. No, I get that, but the dude was like what forty, you know, with four, with thirty nine knockouts, something. Yeah, along but that's those where lines. the heavyweight is, you know, when he fought yeah. someone that was the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. He got dominated two times, really. Yeah. And then if he would have fought Anthony Joshua, I'm pretty sure Anthony Joshua would have beat him. But I'm not. I don't know. I don't love Joshua, but I mean, yeah, definitely possible. Um. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but but yeah, Wilder has no skill. Yeah, no, yeah, he's just looking for the the right hand, the big, the heavy shot. Uh, but he normally, but finds yeah, I mean, it. he might if he hit Tyson, might Tyson might go to sleep forever. Yeah, he might kill the guy. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll be tuned in. We'll be watching. We'll see how it goes. Uh, hopefully, it lives up to the hype um, and is not an embarrassment. I guess. So two of the all-time greats, I mean, you don't want to see them do anything that's going to embarrass or tarnish their legacy, which, I mean, it wouldn't get tarnished, but you know what I mean. But, all right, so we've got, um, we're approaching 42 minutes here. Um, baseball's back. Basketball's coming back. We got scrimmages. Uh, we don't know where the fuck Zion's at, but hopefully he comes back too. Um, so, yeah, baseball kicked off. Big Easy Bets Twitter put out um, – that we were rolling with the Yankees. I We both bet the Yankees on the money line, and then I bet the Yankees on the run line as well, which the fucking rain screwed me out of that. Uh, so that sucked. But uh, how how deeply do you think you're going to go into baseball betting this season, seeing how it's the only thing back right now of the core sports? Um, Maybe about a month. What does that mean? I might do it for a month. Yeah, okay. But because if football comes back, then my focus is going to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I won't bet on baseball if I can bet on a football game. No, yeah, 100%. Um, I think I might relegate myself to, like, two days a week. I'll bet on the two major days. Like, because there's games. There's going to be games every fucking day, and you don't want to get caught up betting every single day unless you really feel good about a game. But I might look at, like, because I know, I know they have their days where, like, it's on ESPN and shit. Like they have the majority of games. It's like college football Saturday and shit like that. Like I don't, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't fucking hardly watch baseball very much, and I don't really hardly ever bet it. I bet it a little bit last year um, and the year before, but like I don't know fucking like what what's baseball's Monday night football? Like what's their day? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, they play every day. That's what I'm saying. But I know so maybe Friday. Yeah, probably so. They do a big thing on ESPN and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Wednesdays maybe too. I don't know. But yeah, so we roll with the Yankees first inning. John Carlos Stanton goes yard, two run bomb. Uh, Nationals followed it up with a home run of themselves. But then uh, Yankees Aaron Judge fucking looked good. Um, think he had. We I know he was two for two with an RBI double to start, and then. They pull away. Uh, then we hit a rain delay. So we hit our money line bet. Didn't get the run line bet, which aggravated the fuck out of me. But um, started out 1-0. and um, Did you bet the Dodgers? No, I didn't end up betting. And the reason why is because Correct. I was waiting to see what was going to happen with that Yankees game. Yeah. And then, yeah, I know. And then uh, Kershaw pulls gets pulled from the Dodgers game because of his back, so that kind of threw a monkey wrench into it a little bit. But um, I was definitely thinking about betting the Dodgers, but, you know, the, the sports book that we use, the way it, like, all my money was tied up in a pending Yankees bet, Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I would have needed all of that money to make any significant money on that Dodgers bet. Yeah. And I would have probably put what I needed to put to make significant money on that as well, but... It didn't happen, so I was just like, whatever. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, but, yeah, so I did bet the Dodgers. I actually alternate run-lined them and got uh, – they won 8-1, to one, so cashed in a little bit more. Um, and then I had the Mets today minus one, and they pushed. So then I got the Astros tonight minus two. So we'll see what happens. But I'm going to track my baseball bets. Um, and, I mean, we'll put them out on Twitter and all of that. It's kind of like with – college basketball how that was it's hard to get them out on a podcast on a weekly podcast so uh just if you're not following the big easy bets twitter by now i mean you're missing out you need to be because all we do is hand out winners on that page so um basketball is right around the corner the pelicans absolutely curb stomped the brooklyn nets um beat them by fucking like 40 points i know it was without kd and Kyrie, but who cares um waiting on zion to come back uh and i actually have a futures pick that I put a little money on to win the NBA championship. Who was that? Take a guess. The Lakers? Nope. It's an underdog? Yeah, it's good value. Um, The Clippers? Nope, they're like the second favorite. Are they in the West? They're in the East, but they're, it's good value. 76ers? No, you're picking all the favorites. Well, <laughs> dude, it's either it's the Bucks are coming out the East. No. You don't think so? It's going to be the Miami Heat. That's yeah, I don't know. Plus 2,700 on the Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo, Tyler Harrow. Um, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's the best player. You got Goran Dragic. You got, uh, don't they have none? I like that, dude. Um, the Heat The Heat might surprise some people. That's all I'm saying. Plus 2,700. Dude, I think the Pelicans could surprise some people. I mean, don't get too wrapped in what they did to the Nets. No, it's not even about that. It's... um. About where they were when when everything got stopped, you know? Yeah, no, they were rolling. The biggest thing is Zion's not there, and that's definitely a problem because Zion is definitely the best player on the Pelicans. Yeah, without a doubt. And if you can hear my dog going fucking nuts in the background, uh, just ignore it. But you might not even be able to hear it. Um, but, yeah, you. I mean, if you're betting to win it all, who are you taking? The Lakers? I'd have to look at let me. Lakers, no, not Lakers the Lakers. Because like I think the Clippers... No, yeah, the Clippers. Probably I would have pick a the Clippers chance. to come out of the West. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel. I mean, once you get past LeBron and AD, you really don't have very much 
on the Lakers. But the Bucks are another team. I think they're definitely coming. So the Bucks are um plus two sixty. The no, this is okay, this is relevant. This is pretty recent, but Los Angeles Lakers are plus two forty. The Bucks are plus two sixty. The Clippers are are plus three twenty. Yep. The Heat are then you get in, uh, yeah. Once you hit the Rockets and Celtics and Raptors, was when it starts getting forty to one. Yeah, the Heat are forty to one. Yeah, yeah. I said twenty-seven. I got them at thirty-seven. I think. Okay. But the Celtics are the fourth favorite, which I don't, I don't see them winning. Yeah. No. Neither do I. Neither do I. But Kimball Walker is good. Good replacement for uh, Kyrie Irving. If you had to get rid of somebody and pick pick up another one, it'd but, be interesting to see what the Seventy Sixers do. Yeah, yeah, no. If the break helped them at all, no, they yeah. weren't. They playing have all the potential in the world to their potential before. So, um, got to be we'll the big, biggest team in the league with Ben Simmons running point, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. I mean, you got it's got to be the biggest team in the league. So, uh, they never should have got rid of JJ Redick. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and that's they a big mistake. Three point shooting, dude's probably top three shooter in the league. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super excited to see the Pelicans on the restart. Uh, Zion dropped that weight and put on more muscle, so he's going to be fucking people up. Um, hopefully everything's okay with his family and all of that, and uh, he can get back sooner rather than later. Um, not hearing anything from him is kind of like nobody knows where he's at. Like nobody – are they just giving him the privacy that he actually deserves? Like they don't do that, especially for an athlete of that caliber. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we'll I see. I mean, I think they expect him to come back soon. Yeah, I hope. I mean, like, what's going on, you know? They said it was a family matter, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, right, but, like, what t- could take this long? I don't know. Maybe his grandma got COVID. I guess. I don't really know because no one knows, but yeah, to me it would be tr- it would be very odd if we didn't know anything and then the it was June 30th and the Pelicans were playing the yeah. Jazz. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And he wasn't there. So, I mean, if that happens, we're all going to be very freaking out. Yeah, without a doubt. So, all right. Well, you got anything else before we wrap it up? Um, Just to mention NASCAR, we talked about it uh, when they raced at Kentucky. Cole Custer won. Mm-hmm. Big, long shot rookie. He won. Uh, Chase Elliott won the all-star race, which uh, didn't, I don't think that really counted for anything. Yeah. But um, he did win it. Bubba Wallace got wrecked out. And then started bitching. Yeah, dude. Bubba Wallace is an asshole. <laughs> like, really, dude. Why is that? He's just a little baby back bitch. <laughs> In the words of, uh, isn't that Terry Crews from The Longest Yard? Yes. But that's racist. Nah, I don't know. No, I'm joking. Um, it could be. Yeah, maybe. But and then... um. In Texas, Austin Dillon won another long shot. Mm-hmm. These both of these guys, I was probably both of them were over a hundred to one to win. And then last night, Danny Hamlin won at Kansas. So we're looking. Kevin Harvick's in the lead in points. Um, I don't know when the playoffs start for NASCAR because we're so new to it. But they keep talking about the playoffs. Like, yeah. so I mean, I don't know. It looks like it's going to come down to. Uh, you know, the top guys, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, uh, Chase Elliott, those are really the top guys in contention for for that uh, 
the championship right now, I think. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'll bet baseball a million times before I bet NASCAR again. Yeah. I saw in the book that they were allowing top three finishes. Oh, really? Which is interesting because I haven't seen that before Mm -hmm. on our book. I know they've had it, but, yeah, yeah, I didn't bet on it last night. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm so just – oh, okay. Hold on. Breaking news. Zion Williamson has returned to the Orlando NBA bubble and will quarantine immediately. Williamson has tested daily for COVID-19 but produced negative results for all of them. He's back, baby. He's nice. back. Thank God. Breaking news. In the middle of an episode, 52 minutes in. Uh, this will be out tomorrow, so Saturday. Uh, give you plenty of time to get your UFC picks in, even though we only got one. Um, even though I will take a look at that Shogun and uh, Minotaur Noguera fight. So. Dan Gustafsson's fighting uh, Verdum. 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 Yes. Yeah, no. But Gustafsson's a gigantic favorite. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I haven't looked at anything else, to be honest, so I wouldn't feel comfortable giving anything out. I mean, there's other significant fights, but, I mean, he's, anything can happen in these fights. So yeah. I really try to stay away from them. Yeah. But so keep an eye on the Big Easy Bets Twitter page, and we will be uh, – putting all our picks if we do have any extra picks um that weren't mentioned today we will put them out on the twitter page uh so you got anything to say before we wrap it up nope all right guys this is i don't even know what fucking episode it is i I said it in the beginning i think it could be 47 it is 47 uh who's a famous number 47 in football um i i don't know john lynch yeah, he's he's good enough. <laughs> good enough. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he, he's all right. There's another one I was thinking about, but I couldn't remember his name. Uh, Black guy. What about basketball? Uh, AK-47. Yeah, there you go. Andre, Andre, Andre Karolinko. Um, all right, so yeah, episode 47 of Big Easy Bets. That'll wrap it up. Uh, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, www.tngsportsnetwork.com. Uh, you can check out the Facebook page. We've got the hot dog eating contest um, already up there. We've got, obviously, you can go see Dave Devours, episode one, pound 12 biscuits in 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes. Uh, still waiting to see if anybody else can do better, but we already know the answer to that. Um, so, yeah, baseball's back. Basketball's right around the corner. Bubble basketball, Zion's back. And then uh let's pull from matthew wolf to win this golf tournament because that would be really nice and and not to mention i cashed in on john rom last week didn't even mention that uh penalty and all still won yeah our handicapper for golf is a bit of a quack because <laughs> he wrote in our uh he said blog. don't bet wrong yeah, and i said i'm betting wrong <laughs> baby <laughs> cashed in straight to the bank um yeah, we're questioning the credibility of the... Uh, he knows a lot about it, don't get me wrong, and he knows about all the players and everything, but I don't know. That's like, why even say that? Yeah. Like, who not to bet on? That's <laughs> just like he wins the whole thing. You don't win any money by not betting on somebody. Yeah. You know no, what I'm I saying? Mean, I like it, though, guys, to avoid. Like, you got to... And he, he makes good points because Rom did look really shaky, but then the week before he won... I was watching him, and he looked good, dude. He was striking the ball really well, um, and I was paying attention to him because I always watched John Rom because he used to throw little temper tantrums and be a little baby. Like, he was known for getting pissed. I used to love watching him get mad. 
And um, I was like, damn, he looks like pretty locked in. I'm not going to lie. And then so I put some on him at plus 1750 and cashed in. I, I, I'm not I, it's uncharted territory for me to be betting on the guy who's got a four stroke lead heading in the Sunday. So that was very enjoyable, even though he tried to choke it. But OK, that'll wrap up episode 47. We'll be back next week for our, uh, number 48. Uh, everybody stay safe. Don't get the covid and uh, who that. We do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We still play. We play.